Jolt. The Jolt. Jolt. This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. Brand new music by an artist. Oh my gosh, that could be her breakout hit in this country. That is Light Up the Dark by Gabrielle Applin. Are you into Gabrielle Applin? Are you hip to her yet? I No, it's the first time I've ever heard that name. She's never released a record in this country, and this is going to be her first American single. It's huh. from her second album in Britain. Uh-huh. And uh, she kind of started out as a, a, a strummer, mm-hmm. and she spent two years touring behind a very strummy record. Yeah. And it's a good record, but she clearly learned a thing or two on the road. Yeah. And found some drums and mm-hmm. found that kind of that high rasp in her voice. Yeah. So good. I enjoyed it. It's really good. Really good. Well, hi, y'all. It's fun. Hi. It's six past the hour on this Wednesday morning, June 24th. I'm Larry Flick, and you're listening to The Jolt on Sirius XM OutQ. That is Dave Holmes. Hi, y'all. Very excited to say our Sirius XM comrade. Yes. At last. It happened. Good it's Lord real. America. Yeah. Dave Holmes is uh, is now part of the SiriusXM family. That's right. He'll be uh, hosting Saturday nights on my favorite music channel, and I mean this sincerely. Yeah, it's mine the too. Spectrum. It's mine too. It's one of my presets. It is one of my presets. It's I actually, love it. It's actually my number one preset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Run by Jess Bisak, who's part of oh, our show. Who is a dream. A genius. Yeah. Genius. I love her to death. So. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I'm really t- excited. My first Saturday is this Saturday, I believe. Yeah? Yeah. And so... We, I mean, you know, I, I will believe it when, I, when I'm when i actually in the studio talking into a microphone. I know. About Dawes. You know what I mean? Then I'll believe it. But are, yeah. Are you, are you into... Is Dawes one of your I fans right Dawes. now? I love Dawes. I love Dawes too. I love Dawes so much. And I'm, I am deeply in love with Taylor Goldsmith. Like, I, he is I, he is my perfect man. Yeah. He's gorgeous. He's got great style. He's, and, and, and like wildly, wildly talented. I, I, I like him a lot. Um, I'll be talking about it. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, like Daw- I, I like Dawes a lot, and I love the Spectrum. So I'm, I'm really, really stoked. So, uh, so one of the things that, that, that uh, Dave and I have always bonded on is the fact that we both love music. Yeah. We're both gay men, but we don't – I mean, I, I have my, my disco fantasies, and we sure. live them out here. But that we're like gay guys who don't like gay music necessarily. Yeah, that we like that there are a lot of us. Oh, I think most of us. Lots of us like different kinds of music. Yeah. So, so what are you into these days? Because we haven't had a chance. Because you've been working, right? We've both been working like dogs. We haven't had a chance to connect. What are you Uh, listening to? I am all about Frank Turner, and we might have even talked about Frank Turner the last time I was here. Yeah, Frank Turner is pretty amazing. I'm just in love with him. I think he is the absolute best. And in fact, I just pre-ordered his album. It just went up for pre-order on iTunes. It's coming out in August. That's really Uh, good. The single is called "Get Better," and it's just it makes me. It just makes my blood feel like it's carbonated. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just feel like when I when I listen to it on a run, I get faster. Um, I just think he he's great. He's kind of like a punk sort of troubadour, you know, folky kind of. He's you know, really fun. He's a little bit of everything, but his lyrics are amazing. He makes me cry like on the regular. I've seen him live a few times, and he's just he's just outstanding. Um, he, he was on. Uh, he and my boyfriend's band were on a tour together ages ago. What's your boyfriend's band? Uh, they were called the Mighty Regis. They were a Celtic punk band. They're uh, no the longer Regis. with us, but yeah. Um, that was your boyfriend's band. Yeah. How did yeah, I he was, know uh, that? He was the guitarist. Yeah. I like that band. Yeah, they were fun. They were a lot of fun. 
Uh, and, uh, and he's now in a, in a folk trio called uh, Tiny Goliath that is great. Um, but yeah, so he like crossed paths with uh, with Frank Turner ages and ages ago, mm. and uh, and then like and and they we went to see him recently, and Frank was just like Ben, like he just he's good at remembering a face that he saw once ten years ago. He's just he's he's a dream. I think he's the best. That's really cool. I hope we play him on the spectrum. I'm I'm calling up the main library to see how many of his songs we have. Okay, just play any one of them. I I shall. Okay, I shall. I shall. Um, yeah, I love him a lot. I love the new Dawes. Not to sound like a, a broken. I do love record, the new Dawes. Too. I really. I like it a lot. I, I also love that new Basement Tapes. Ooh, Never yeah. been the biggest Dylan guy in the world, or I'm, the biggest Mumford & Sons guy, but somehow it all came together beautifully. I'm, I'm not a Dylan guy at, in the slightest. I like mm-hmm. Basement I like I like Mumford. Okay. I like Mumford. I prefer new Mumford over sure. previous Mumford. I think new Mumford's a little bit more, um, a little less pretentious. Yeah, yeah. New, I thought old Mumford was... I was into Old Mumford for one album, and then when I thought, oh, this is just kind of a thing, a gimmick, yeah. can you write a song? And then I heard the new album, and I thought, oh, well, there you go. You told me. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I haven't listened to the whole new album yet. It's good. It's just it's just more straight. You know what it is? It's the precursor to their U2 moment. Mm, yeah. It's, that's what it Which is. Which is, of course, coming. Which is, uh, uh, like, next record. Right. Next record, without question. We're, we're you know, we, we've rung Coldplay out. Sure. Like, like you know that that tatty sponge that uh-huh. your mother wouldn't throw away. <laughs> Banish them from the kingdom. Right. You know, I love, I still love Coldplay, but I think as a as a as a music world, we've we've wrung them out. Mm-hmm. So we need another band, and we've obviously yeah. we can't quite figure out what to do with you two. Right. We don't know if we want. And we don't need to do anything with them anymore. They have tenure, kind of, don't they? They have They're tenure, just... but I think that they want to still be relevant. Sure. And. Um, I think they are relevant. I mm-hmm. thought I, I might be the only person who liked their last record. I think I listened to it once, and I liked it, but I just never went back to it. I, 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 it's not a perfect album. It's not a top-to-bottom album. Right. But I love it. And maybe it's because it's it, it hits me at the right time in my life. Uh-huh. You know, I'm the same age as those guys. Right. So the record's sort of about quantifying your past. Yeah. And reconciling it with your present, and mm-hmm. that's what the record feels like for me. Yeah. So I like that. I'm in that space right now. Yeah, but I, I did a, a good amount of that last night. I was out last night with. Uh, I'm, I'm in New York for a couple of weeks. I live in Los Angeles, and I was out with my with my '90s posse. Oh no, who are you like, with? We've all scattered to the four winds. My ex boyfriend, his new boyfriend. Oh. Um, one of I was going to say, say there had to be a new boyfriend, otherwise sure. you would not be allowed. Yeah. By your current. Oh guy. no 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 no! That ship has sailed. It's okay. We can hang out together. Uh, yeah, just like I was out with like most of my posse. Like there was there were like six of us that were always together throughout the nineties. Like at a time when nobody had cell phones, nobody texted. So like we had we we had tabs on each other all the time, and that was like from you know checking our answering machines and like we didn't even have know, work email. I don't think back days? then. I totally do. Yeah, going to a payphone and like calling your answering machine and finding out where everyone was going to be. We hadn't all been in the same city in probably 17 years, and we all got together last night at uh, Foragers down in Chelsea, which is fabulous. I haven't been. Yeah, it's really good. So if I'm a little hungover, that's no, what you're that's good, all about. If I'm a little but raspy. Do, but Dave Holmes does give a little Chelsea realness these days. Oh, do I? You, okay. Well, yeah. You know. Thanks. <laughs> I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. That would have been an insult a couple of decades no, ago, but I'll take it now. You should take it. I'll take it. Thanks. How are you staying so fit? Uh, well, I'm trying to eat right. Here in Los Angeles, or in New York, rather, it all falls apart. Like, it is impossible to eat healthy here. 
It's like living in a ballpark. It's terrible. It's really hard. It is. And I'm like, I'm working in an office now. So I'm like, so I can't quite like at home. I've got like healthy snacks at arm's reach. So I'm never hungry. Yeah. But here it's like I'm tapping away. And then it's like, you know, five hours go by and I'm starving. And the closest thing is original raised pizza. And I eat original raised pizza. Um, but normally I've been like eating paleo and I've been doing CrossFit and I've been on all that kind of You've been doing bullshit. paleo? Yeah. How's Delicious. That is it it's good? It's great. It's the best. Because it's just meat and veg. I guess I'm doing, I'm very close to paleo then. Yeah. Because being diabetic, I've mm-hmm. had to cut most uh, uh, simple carbs out. Mm-hmm. And that's really when my weight started to go down in yeah. a way that I could feel. You know what? When I stopped eating bread and pasta. And, yeah. And and now I'm that weird. You know, you know what I am now? What I've even told this said this on the radio. Now I'm the guy who looks for things that say gluten free. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way to know that you're eating healthy for a diabetic. I know, but it's so kind of like I used to spit on people who would say oh, sure. I'm gluten free. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, but you know what? You and gotta, now you I'm that look guy. Out for now yeah. I'm that guy with yeah. like you know, cup and a half of uh, of lemon juice smoothies in the mm-hmm. morning. Ooh. Let me tell you something. If like there lead. is a paleo food delivery service that you can use, like if you if you can like do a week of, of of like having meals delivered, having the portions be just right, and having them be really strict paleo, mm. your blood sugar will your levels will be well, I will tell right you, on point. I will tell you. You know, you're you're you're, you're absolutely right because uh, I will tell you that there was a I was preparing. You know, I was kind of after my after my husband went back to Wales because he's you know part time right. there, part time here. After he left, because he's a very starchy kind of eater, and I was just eating with him, and it was, you know, whatever. Um, I kind of wanted to reset myself, and I did really just meat. And when I say meat, I mean, like, boneless, skinless chicken. Uh-huh. That was it, really, because I don't eat red meat much anymore. Right. And piles of salad, piles of vegetables. Right. Um, and I've actually stopped using insulin 90% wow. of the time. That's great. Because my blood sugar is so low that if I took insulin, I'd go into shock. Right. And in, after my heart attack, I was taking 200 units a day. Jeez, Louise. So the paleo really, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm telling Dave you. Dave Holmes. I'm telling you, man. It's the only thing that worked for me. So I'm very excited that we have this track. What is it? In our library. What is it? Great. What? Yeah, baby. Shut the hell up. The Mighty Regis. i be damned. How about that? Turn this up. Up. I haven't played that on the air. I haven't played that in such a long time. That's the Mighty Regis with Patty Don't Live in Hollywood. Yeah, I have to tell you that I have a I have a playlist on my phone um, with with a few a few songs, and that song goes right into a really great Black Forty Seven song. Ooh, all right. And it just it's like you just you can't breathe after. It's so energetic. It's so good. That'll that'll get the blood a pumping. It'll will. It will indeed. It will yeah. indeed. So, so yeah, this... that uh, the, the lead singer goes Sarge in the middle of it, and he was calling out to the uh, the lead uh, guitarist Sarge, who is uh, who is Ben. That's uh, that's, that's my fella uh, within the band. Yeah, because he's kind of he's kind of a whip cracker in uh, in, a, in a musical sense. I like that. He's a no nonsense kind of fellow. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. That, that's Dave Holmes visiting with us Hello. on the Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. You can now. Well, you will. Now, as of Saturday, yeah, Saturday, <laughs> you know, but unless who knows, who knows oh, what might listen happen. To him. He's so 
We are we are very similar. Yeah, because I would be saying, yeah, well, you know, let's make sure it happens first. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should be care- I should be cautious about telling me, but I mean, you should listen anyway because it's a great station. It's the a Spectrum. Great station, uh, but what is, what's the number even? It's one of my presets, so I never go to. Is I it never. Yeah, I don't. I think it is, but I have it's high twenties. It's one of my presets also. Yeah. Good uh, mellow rock music. Your Mumfords, your Dawes, your your Van Morrison, your occasional Springsteen. Little Springsteen. Your U two. You, you know too. that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's, good, it's right up my alley. It's a good station. It's yeah. a good station. So what what do you, what's what's uh, because I've always thought of you as being a really good barometer for what's interesting in pop culture and mm. news right now. So what's 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 turning your you crank know what's these days? well I don't know if it's turning my crank but we have a hundred percent reached peak nineties nostalgia. I don't know. Did you hear about Uncle Ezra Ray? Yep. Did you? Yep. Yeah. The guy Kevin Griffin from Better Than Ezra, Mark McGrath, and Uncle Cracker have a band, and they have a song, which don't play, uh, called B-Y-H-B, Bring Your Hot Body. Yeah. Uh, that was like concocted hearts. in a lab. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> I, uh, I wrote about it yesterday for Esquire. I like live-blogged my experience listening to it. It's so horrible. And it horrible. truly, like a minute in, I was like, there are only two more minutes left of this song, but I might quit my job rather than <laughs> go through the next two minutes. And it's a shame it because so ter- like, I love Mark McGrath. Yeah. I think Kevin Griffin's a really neat guy. Uncle mm-hmm. Cracker, uh, yeah, yeah, Uncle yeah. Cracker, he's got nice eyes. <laughs> he's got a friendly face. I, th- I heard he beat up a lady, so that's bad. But like, yeah, but just, he's got know, a friendly face. There's nothing, nothing is going to cut good. Come, nothing good's going to come from a name called Uncle Cracker. Yeah, <laughs> who's friends with Kid Rock? You know what I mean? It's just so, not, you know. Yeah, it's a bad. It it's a confluence of bad. It things. It makes my cl- my ass clench. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a real puckerer yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the song is really bad. Like it, it's truly, it's just. Uh, I I think I described it as uh, magnetic fridge poetry you would buy at Cabo Wabo. Yeah, like they just took a handful of words and threw them at a fridge, and then just wrote it all down. And I think it's because they're all. I mean, we're we're in deep in the nineties uh, nostalgia, but none of them can get. Um, these are three artists who can't get a bite right now. Mm-hmm. Because you know, yeah. Ben and Ezra put out a record earlier this year. But you know what? Like, it was a good record, but it, no one cared. Right. No one cared. But he's like a superstar songwriter. Yeah. Mark McGrath does well hosting wise. I don't yeah. know what the fuck Uncle Cracker does. Uh, can I swear? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, I don't know what he does, but I would imagine that he could probably still like do appearances and make. I'm sure, you know, he sings that follow five me figures. song every chance he gets. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, and especially yeah, in the world of '90s nostalgia, I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah. And there's there's always going to be some kind of Summerland tour. I was just in St. Louis, and like a tiny venue was promoting the Summerland tour with there, Everclear and Fuel. And there's a 4-H club waiting for him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's just a, it's a garbage song. It's a really it's a it's not a good song. Um, you know what's exciting me though? I uh, I am doing uh, as part of Outfest out in Los Angeles. Drew uh-huh. Drogi and I are doing Bad Movie Night. Oh yeah, we uh, we play a secret movie. We can't say what it is. We just nailed it down. I am so delighted. I can't even tell you, and uh, and we're gonna show it and comment on it, sort of mystery science theater style. That'll be at, fun. Uh, yeah, at the Disney or at Red Cat underneath the Disney Hall uh, in Los Angeles on July sixteenth or seventeenth. Let me, whatever that Friday is. Um, yeah. So we just uh, last night found out that we got them. Yeah, it's the seventeenth that we got that we got the terrible movie. That we wanted to play, and it is a corker. So if you're in Los Angeles, come out and see us. But you know what's really kind of interesting and depressing at the same time? Why do I think that this movie you're going to be playing is from my adult life? 
just as we're mm -hmm. in full 90s nostalgia, mm -hmm. I'm thinking there's a difference between 80s nostalgia or you know 70s nostalgia is when I was a little boy. Sure. 80s is when I was in college. Yeah. Coming of age. 90s nostalgia is I can start pinpointing work yeah. to it. Yeah, and it's really different. That's bad. I was just in Miami, and I like I, I don't go to clubs ever. Right. But I was in Miami, and a friend of mine was there, and we went out, and he was like, "Hey, let's go to a club." And it was you know it was late, and we were drunk, and we we're like, "All right, fine." So we went to this club, and it was retro night. So and we got in, and we're roughly the same age. We're like mid forties, and uh, and they fucking played Crazy in Love, and all the all the kids in the club who were club age went crazy, and they're like, "You remember that song?" Like. <laughs> Yeah, I was deep into my 30s when that song came out. And it's like, I guess it's officially retro. It's been 10 years It's been 10 years Maybe right? more. But the thing is, yeah, because, and but once something becomes part of your adult life, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of distance. Like you could, I look at yeah. the 80s and I think, oh God, it was such a long time ago. I miss those days. Yeah. But I'll hear Crazy in Love or Better Than Ezra or something sure. like that. And I'll think, yeah, I remember writing about that record. What was that yeah. last week? Yeah. Oh no. no, it was 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. Time flew. It's different when you're yeah. when you're grown. It's very different. It, it makes is. you feel really sad. Yeah, and there is something about the <laughs> It makes the you feel aughts. good, but it feels sad. Yeah. There's also something about about the aughts or whatever we call the first decade of the millennium yeah. that, that like people do tend to forget them. You know what I mean? Like well, even young people think the 90s were 10 years ago. I know because it feels like it's still <laughs> it's, dumb. It, it's also yeah, we're all just dumb. It's all gonna, it's all going to feel like one decade even though it's going to be two until we get to the 2020s. Right. That's right. what I think. Um which are just around the corner. Which are just around the corner. God almighty. Uh, Thanks for bumming us out, Dave. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Well, I'm what hoping, other good news have you got for us? Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, here's what I hope. I hope that I am here when the Supreme Court decision comes down. You Which will it be. could be tomorrow. It's I'm leaving going, Friday. You're leaving Friday? Yeah. Okay. So if it's Monday, then um, SOL. But I, I, uh, I want to be here. I don't think it's going to be Monday. No? I think, well, they've added Friday, and I think they've added Friday because they want to get out of Dodge. Oh, I didn't know they added Friday. They added Friday. Oh, they shit. just added Friday. They added Friday uh, Monday afternoon. They added Friday. Okay. So you think it could be Friday? Though? I think it, I'm. I'm betting that it will be Friday. Wow. It will be. It'll be the. I guess I got to stay then Friday night, don't I? Yeah, I think you might need to. I, it's gonna. It's. Um, I mean, they haven't said that Monday's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, they're and they're just kind of fucking with us because they can. Yeah. Um, but. I've been arguing, because we've been having, obviously, a lot of discussion about this on the air and off the air and all that, and um, my uh, my boss, who's a big political mm -hmm. junkie with a lot of insight and a lot of inside information, he keeps saying the, the last day, the last day, the last day. To yeah. me, it's only the last day if it shares it with Obamacare. To me, Obamacare is the last day. That seems like the big bomb to me, too. Yeah, Obamacare is the one that affects more people than gay uh -huh. marriage. It's also sort of like what more people are looking at. Mm -hmm. I think we look at gay marriage as fait accompli. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I, that, I just don't. And how I, about that? I like, know, how about weird, that right? not being the big bomb? I know it's weird, right? Yeah. So I'm. I've been hoping for an early delivery. I'm. Th I was originally thinking it was going to be Thursday when there wasn't a Friday, because mm -hmm. I'm also thinking the Supreme Court enjoys a bit of theater. Sure. And they're not going to blow the opportunity for all the headlines to say. Historic Stonewall, yeah, Pride celebration march, whatever you're going to call it, they're not going to have it come the day after. No, to you're me, absolutely right. To me, it's not going to come the day after. Okay, so, God so damn. 
But so mm. I'm thinking though. All right, Virgin. We're gonna have a talk later today. Yeah, I'm so gonna change my flight. So I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking it's gonna be Friday. Okay. We're, pre- we're we're prepared to. We're gonna be you know in the room on the air with our our political people on Thursday because you just you don't want to be caught with no. your pants down. But I'm betting. I'm betting my 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 lunch okay. money on there on Friday. Will Jorge Olivares be there? Jorge Olivares will be here. <laughs> Love him. And uh, and who knew that um, Aiken was Jorge a, Olivares? That's my. He Jorge just does Olivares. best imitations of different air personalities here. <laughs> Listen, I do a lot of listening. <laughs> um, he's uh, yeah, he's he's great. He's uh, long ago when he first started talking. Well, when I first started hearing him, it was like seems it's nearge. He would always say it like that. Now he doesn't say it like that anymore. Uh, I love him. Uh, <laughs> I love that. You just made my day. Okay, I can't wait because we shared off. I can't wait to go see this. Go that. Say yeah. that to him. Okay. Anyway. We have to let Dave go to work, but I do have to go to work. What a bummer! Hope you'll hope you'll uh, when you're in in an office like a like a normal person. The hell is that? Well, you know, it's a it's a glamorous office though. It is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. So, look for Dave Holmes on the Spectrum Saturday night. Do you know what time you start? Six p.m. Eastern. And how do you know how long a shift it is? I believe it is a six-hour shift. That's a lot of Dave. It's a lot of Dave. So don't miss it. It's a lot of Dawes. It's a lot of Dawes, a lot of Dave. But it's a lot never of... enough. Never. Never, ever, ever. And read his writing on Esquire.com? Esquire.com. Yeah, follow me at Dave Holmes on Twitter, and I will um, I will, I will, uh, ceaselessly promote myself and my writing. As you should. As you should. <laughs> what an attractive option for the listener. <laughs> and we're going to get him back on the air here very soon. I hope so. Because we love him. We love him. Stick around. Love you guys, too. There's more Yay. to come. Bye. There's a song that I love